Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal, presented by 910 Coastal Barbecue. Stay smoking. This week, we got our guest picker, Wilson Collins, joining us. Longtime listener, friend of the program. What's going on, dude? What's up? Thanks for having me on. Likewise, uh, what you sipping on? Some brown water? Yep, that's that's about right. Had to get something going for the podcast. And, uh, my co-host B-Rec Galt is feeling a little under the weather. He sh- he could probably take a little bit of brown water too. To uh, I could. I'll, I'll be taking some Nyquil when I uh, get off of here. It's good for the throat, I've heard. So yeah, <laughs> I got my little water over here. My cup of water. Yeah, it ain't brown though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might be. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not. All right, so uh, coming up on episode 19 of season two with Half the Distance. Again, I'm your host, Marcus Bullock. Um, so we know why you're here on Thursdays. We know what you're listening for. You're here to get these locks. So let's go ahead and jump into last week. We'll, we'll, we'll hit the ground running. All right, so guest picker last week. We really need to sure up uh, guest pickers because – we're no good for them when they come on. Pete Tuck uh, was one in five last week. He won Michigan State laying 13, and his misses were Iowa, Minnesota, under 37, miss. Since he laying 23, no style points, miss. NC State plus two. Wolfpack going Wolfpack. Tennessee, Georgia, under 56. I don't think that was ever in play. And then AM, they didn't show up against the Rebs. So uh, that's one in five for him. Uh, his takeaways were. He was very shocked that the Georgia-Tennessee overhit, and um, A&M didn't show up, like we said. Um, it's bad. He, was, it, was it you that forced him into that, or did he force you into that? You, you forced him into that. So I wasn't going to take it unless he took it. Yeah. And he took it, so I had to take it. Yeah, both lost it. Yeah, both lost it. So, Pete Tuck's in one of five. That leaves our man, Jaymont, uh, still the leader in the clubhouse for our guest pickers, three and two this season. Uh, so, Wilson, your threshold to clear isn't that high. Yeah, that sounds like a low bar. I'm, I'm here for it. All right. I hope you hit it. Um, our sponsor, Stay Smoking, the Coastal Q. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Go get those free recipes. Uh, their play was Wake laying one and a half points in Winston-Salem at Truist Field. They got it done, so that brings the Coastal Q to seven and five on the season overall. You know they got in a hole, dug out, and they uh, I think they fit almost three weeks in a row. So uh, good job, boys. Got a pick for them tonight. So um, I mean that may be your best value for the show. Next up, the winner last week overall, B. Rat Galt, four and two on the week. His hits were Baylor plus five and a half, K State laying six and a half against his beloved Mountaineers. NC State wake over 66.5, a lot of fireworks in that game. UConn plus 41, once they keeping it tight, but they covered against Clemson. And his two misses were the team that just stopped playing after halftime, the Auburn Tigers, who were laying five and a half, and Penn State plus one and a half against the Wolverines. What are your takeaways, Brett? Uh, Penn State-Michigan game, Penn State kind of choked that away. They got a, they got a lead and then let the, the tight end wide open down the sideline. Auburn – I mean, we were up 28 to three at one point, 28 to three. And they let Mississippi State score like what, 40 something unanswered, I think it was. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Uh, West Virginia game, not really surprised, fade them. And then um, 
UConn came in the clutch for me. That was a huge win for me right there. And then, yeah, uh, NC State, Wake over. I knew that Wake's defense wasn't good. I knew NC State was going to score, and I knew that Wake would be able to score on NC State. So not really surprised about the Wolfpack right there. I mean, Dave can never win a big game. So, I mean, yeah. So, but I'm happy with him. Very solid. Well, good job. Uh, Again, 34 and 30 overall in the season. So, Brett is the leader for the show right now. You know, I was as of two weeks ago, but I've really started to go uh, the opposite way, Um, looking like the graveyard now. So, after week eight, I was 35 and 26 on the season. In the last three weeks, I I think I've won five games. I am now 40 and 40. Brett, you there, or is it me? Uh oh, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, cool. Will, are you there with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. My bad. I think my Wi-Fi cut out for a second. No, but, no, but go ahead and recap your your record the last couple weeks again for me. Yeah. All right. So we'll just start at week eight. I was 35 and 26, up nine, feeling great. Week nine, 37 and 31. So no, had a two and five week, and then week 10, two, four and one, leaving me at a smacking. 39, 35, and one. And then last week was just a nail in the coffin. I've got myself into a bit of a hole. Uh, Last week, I was one, five, and one, bringing me to 40, 40, and two on the season. Two pushes, which is very strange. Like two pushes coming in back-to-back weeks. But, um, you know, I've I've learned a little bit. uh, Recap my card. My only win was BC plus two against Georgia Tech. They got it done. My misses were my land two and a half, UNC Pitt over 72. Texas, Kansas under 62. Who thought Kansas would almost hit the damn over by themselves? I don't know, but I was cheering hard in that game for Kansas. I yeah, really was. As soon as I knew my bet was done, I just wanted him to beat Texas. So that, that was very sweet to see. Um, staying in the state of Texas. Texas Tech, I would say under 58 and a half, miss. Wazoo plus 14, push. Uh, they kind of they gave Oregon all they could handle. They they just didn't have enough talent. And then of course that um that mistress Texas A and M game that we threw on just not good for me. So um I'm sliding went from plus nine to even. Yeah, let me ask you something. I mean, how does it feel to know that if you go below 500 this week, then you're below 500 for the year after just being up almost like nine. I mean, how does that feel? It's tough, but, you know, I'm going back to some teams that have done me right this year. Um, so I'm going back to Old Faithfuls. We'll, we'll see where it takes us, but I have a plan. I'm still right. spraying the board a decent bit, but I have a plan to uh, get me back over the clip. All right, man with the plan. I like it. Yeah. All right, Willie. Well, as you know, we always let our guests go first. So, um, actually, let's go ahead and give out that Thursday night play. Um so we texted it to each other before because it was a lock. Um, you won't be able to get it for the show, but Wilson and I both took Louisville laying 19 and a half against Duke. It's the end of the first quarter, 20 seconds left, and Louisville's up 14 to three, so that's looking promising. So, Ooh, yeah, I'll go ahead and put that out there since we both took it. It's looking like it's going to hit. Um, I just hope Louisville holds on, and Malik Cunningham and the boys can score some more points. Duke, you know, I- I've been – Fading Duke for four weeks in a row, and I'm pretty sure that I've won ever. Duke is trash. They're the worst team in the ACC. They're just a terrible football school. 
it fade Duke every this is Duke is almost the Bama first half of last year. The last year was Bama first half, lock it up. This year it's whoever's playing Duke, lock it up. They're garbage. So I love it. Yeah, I'm very glad you let me hop that uh slide that Thursday night game in here, even though it's uh what is it this podcast there? Saturday morning? Is that or, or Friday? Friday morning. Friday morning, yeah. Yeah, I got some buddies who are gonna listen in, by the way. They wanna they wanna hear my picks. So Hopefully they do well for him. Yeah, hopefully they impress. Yeah. Um, so I guess since we both have a play yeah, on, on that note, what what is one thing that Duke can do that Texas cannot do? What? I don't know. <laughs> is this a question for me? Both of you. One thing Duke that Duke can do that Texas can't do? I have no uh, idea. Uh beat Kansas. Ah, okay. Uh, hey, okay. <laughs> all right. That's funny. Duke beat Kansas this year. The Duke beat Kansas? What was that score? 52 Damn, to 33. Jeez. I blocked that from my memory because I just only remember Duke being trash. But that's, I, I, bet that's you, I bet you if they played right now, Kansas would beat them. Kansas, Kansas was the last game that Duke won. It's kind of bad. Yeah, it's all downhill from there. It was downhill hard. <laughs> Probably the last game they covered, too. I think it was. Uh, they covered – yeah, they covered 16 that game. All right. Uh, so, Brett, we each have a play. Go ahead and take us somewhere. All right. Well, I'm going to take us to Kansas, actually. Uh, emotional win against Texas. And it, the thing is, is that was literally at Texas. <laughs> I mean – that was away. So they're uh, they're underdogs, 21-point underdogs to TCU this weekend. And I like them to cover the 21. I know I get it was an emotional win and everything like that. So they might be a little slow out of the gates, but I mean they're playing good football right now. And I never thought I'd say this about Kansas. I mean, we gotta remember that they were close to beating Oklahoma a few weeks ago. If it wasn't for Caleb Williams stealing the ball from his running back. I mean, they had a chance in that game. So, I think they're playing with a lot of confidence right now. I'm taking them to cover the 21. I mean, this is not a good TCU team, even though that this TCU team beat Baylor a couple weeks ago. But I think that was just because they were fired up after the fire of Gary Patterson. So, hey, give me Kansas to cover 21. Did you hear all the Kansas fans chanting SEC after they beat Texas in yeah, Austin? I mean, we're talking oh, about hilarious. I love that. <laughs> talking about a team that's going to be in the SEC here in a couple of years, and they can't even beat Kansas, and they think they're going to win in the SEC. Vandy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they can beat Vandy. That's probably it. So, that's my first play. All right, sweet. All right, so we just got one out. Wilson, go ahead and give us one. Okay, I'm going to start off. Uh, besides Louisville, well, Friday night fun. We have. San Diego State, number 19 in the country, 9-1 and one versus UNLV at a measly 2-8. and eight. And uh, I won UNLV plus 10.5. I'm going uh, to fade the chalk a little bit here and try to catch people sleeping. I think, I think San Diego State looks a little too, too easy there, but I'm taking UNLV. Wow. All right. No comment for me, but, you know, yeah, I'm with you. Did. Yeah, good luck. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So let's go 
to the volunteer state. I'm in Winston-Salem. I'm in Tennessee Trevor's house right now recording. Uh, my man gets married tomorrow, small ceremony. So um, went ahead and came into town for him, celebrate a little tonight after the show. Um, so went in Rome. We're up on Rocky Top this week. I'm in the house with the Hound Dogs. Conway's going to be kicking that banjo when we wake up Saturday morning. So uh, let's go Tennessee to cover 27 and a half against South Alabama. You know, great first quarter last week against Georgia. They actually played pretty good in the third quarter too, but when it come when it came down to the pros versus Joe's, Georgia had a little too much. I think Tennessee bounce back game. South Alabama five and five on the season. Tennessee's also five and five, but Tennessee's five and five looks a lot better than South Alabama. Um, I think they're going to blitz them. I can see Tennessee winning by as much as thirty five in this game. So at twenty seven and a hook, I'll take all the points I can get. Give me the balls. I like it. I don't hate it. All right. So everybody got two. I'll go. Um, I'm going to take us probably to the big, big game of the week, the noon o'clock kicking off. Ohio State, a uh, 19 point favorite over Michigan State. And I'm taking Ohio State to cover the 19. I think, I mean, Michigan State has the worst pass defense. In college football, they're actually 130th out of 130 teams. And we're talking about an Ohio State team that has three of the top wide receivers in the country in Olave, uh, Wilson, and Jackson Smith, the Jigba, I think his last name is. Yep. So they have top three top, and C.J. Stroud is a stud of a quarterback. So, I mean, I, I think this might be a good game for maybe the first half, but I think at the very end, I think – I think um, Ohio State is just going to be too much. Um, and they'll be able to pass all over Michigan State here this weekend, I believe. So give me the 19 to cover. Any take, any play there, Willie? Not on that game, no. Do you want me to throw my next one out, or were you just asking about the Ohio State? No, just asking about that game specifically. Uh, Brett, I think you're on the right side. I think Ohio State can win by three touchdowns. It worries me a little bit if they get get off to a slow start. You know, I think Michigan State's going to look at the Oregon tape and, you know, maybe try to mirror a little bit of of it because I think Michigan State's personnel in Oregon's is pretty similar in a bunch of ways that give Ohio State fits. Um, Ohio State's defense is playing a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season, though. So that's kind of the neutralizer. Their defense still worries me a little little bit because you can still score against that defense. But I, th- I think their firepower will just be too much. And if they just get a few stops, I think they'll be okay. And the fact that it's at Ohio State, I think, kind of seals the deal. Yeah, I, I would I would say I don't think this game is coming down to the last possession. So I think yeah. you'll, I think you're on the right side, um, whether it'll play out. Uh, we'll find real, out. Real later. quick, what did you guys think about uh, Mel Tucker's massive extension? Oh, it's official. Was it today? I don't. I mean, it's not official, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be official. Oh yes, yeah, coming down. Um, I mean, he earned it this season. Whether yeah, it'll did. be a good contract to be seen, but yeah, so far. I think I think it's interesting considering the teams that he's beaten. But I mean, he's definitely turned around since last year. So, I mean, that's that's a lot of money right there. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Wilson, uh, you're up, man. All right, cool. Um, real quick though, I will uh, I will say I liked your Tennessee pick there. I was I was on the edge of picking Tennessee, so I, I kind of agree with that one. 
Not throwing it on the slate, though. I, I got my you know, slate locked in. All right, so my next pick, I'm going to go with uh, – you said you're you're up in uh, Tennessee Trevor's house in Winston-Salem. Oh, yeah. So I'm pulling out the Wake-Clemson game, and I'm going over 56 for Wake-Clemson. Uh, I think – I think Wake's offense is a little too good to put up a dud at Clemson. I also kind of like the fact that not a single Clemson game has gone over 55 this season. I think they're due for a shootout. And their offense is rolling a little bit recently as well. So I, I'm, I'm looking at like a 30-35 final score on this, something like that. So Wake-Clemson over 56 is mine. You think Clemson can score the ball enough? Yeah, Wake's defense isn't isn't anything to brag about. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. I like I like that pick. Did, did anybody take the spread on that? I did. I, yeah, go ahead because I'm interested to see which way you lean. Yeah, wow. me too. Clemson four and a half. You're taking that's the kind of what I was thinking too, but I was too scared to pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's kind of how I felt, but I'm all, I was also I'm with Wilson. I'm I'm too scared to to go with it. I mean, their offense sucks. But then, like you said, Wilson, Wake's defense sucks. So, I I don't know. You know, Wake's defense, you can run on Wake. You can run on Wake. You can complete short passes. You can go deep. You can do whatever your offense wants to do on Wake. So, that's why I think they got to get something going. I mean, they're, you know, they're bad, but they're not that bad. Yeah, the great thing is uh, Will Shipley's back full force this week, fully healthy. Um, like Justin Ross, I think is still on like reserve, and so is Joseph Nagata. But I mean, it's senior day in Death Valley. Uh, like Skalski, he's been there like ten years. He's like the Hunter Renfro <laughs> on defense. Like he's still there. I, I think Clemson's just going to have a little bit too much. Uh, they still have like more pros uh, than Wake. Like just flat out on that roster. Although Wake's been a good story, this may be my one of my more favorite plays of the week. Really. Yeah, I think if there's any defense that's going to shut Wake down this year and stop a very good offense, it's going to be this Clemson. So do, so do you think Wake will not be able to move the ball against them? I think they'll be able to move the ball. I think if Clemson can keep Wake around 28, I think they'll find a way to get 30. So, Mark, is, is Clemson's defense better than NC State's? I think they're pretty comparable, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the reason for Clemson losing so many games is not their defense; it's their offense is terrible. I think I mean we saw what they did against Georgia. I mean, if it wasn't for the pick six, they they shut Georgia out pretty much. Yeah, and you got and you got to keep in mind, NC State and Clemson went to overtime. Yeah, so that was really like a twenty to twenty one like point game. Um, their defense has helped like serve all year, pretty much. I think Florida State put up thirty on them, uh, or twenty. Yeah, I mean Clemson's found ways to win, and they're actually playing their best football of the season right now. And I mean, don't forget, if the last two weeks of the season, if Clemson wins out and Wake loses out, Clemson wins the ACC, like wins the ACC Atlantic. Is they can still go to the ACC championship. Like, like Dabo, he's gonna have these boys right. Uh, Dude, something's just in the water. I think I'm not surprised Clemson's the favorite, but I think something's in the water in Death Valley. 
I, I think I mean, you're right. So Clemson is going to Boston College. So let's assume, or excuse me, Wake. Let's assume that Clemson beats Wake at home next week. Wake's got to go to Boston College for the ACC for the ACC West title. In so that'll, that'll, be, that'll be a huge game. I mean, Boston College is scrappy. Yeah, with Kovic back. Yeah, I mean that's not a gimme either. No, no, yeah, I, I like that game. I like this Clemson Wake game. I think this is one of the, my favorite games of the week. I'm excited to watch this yeah, one. I agree. Yeah, noon kick on ESPN. It's going to be a good one. Um, I think I have more plays than both of you, so I'll go ahead and give another one. Game we just kind of hit on. Uh, Chestnut Hill. The Seminoles are going up there. I'm Boston College has been very good to me this year. I'm gonna keep riding them. I'm taking the Eagles uh, laying one and a half. I think they'll beat Florida State. Florida State, great win last week against Miami. Uh, that really hurt me on my card, kind of like a backdoor. Uh, Florida State got it in on the goal line. But when it comes down to it, like you said, Boston College, I kind of saw them as a eight, like seven, eight win team for the season. Quarterback got hurt. Obviously, it didn't happen. But and if they went out, they can still get to eight. And the way these boys are playing, um, I, I love it. So I'm rolling with the BC Eagles laying a point and a half. You, you, do you like that even with Jordan Travis going to return probably? Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like that was the whole up, uprising of Florida State is because Jordan Travis was playing well. And then Mackenzie Milton, just he's not the same as he was at UCF. Yeah. Like part of me feels like last week was Florida State Super Bowl. So yeah. whatever happens for the rest of the season, they may not care, but – I mean, Boston College just has a lot of momentum going right now. They're they're a bowl team, so I think I think Florida State Super Bowls next week. Oh yeah, against the Gators. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Wilson, you got to play for BC Florida State. No, I don't. But I'm excited to see the outcome of that game. I think I think there's a lot of mid tier ACC teams this year that are kind of scrappy, and I'm I'm enjoying the ACC this year. Tight. All right, uh, Brett, go ahead, give us one. All right, uh, going to – well, I'll just go ahead and – I'm fading West Virginia again. This game is actually uh, – don't watch this game. Like, nobody watches. This is going to be terrible to watch. I mean, we're talking about a Texas team that is – this could be – if they lose this game, it's five straight losses. And a West Virginia team, like, I've never hated watching a West Virginia team more in my life than this year. I mean, it's just – it's brutal. We're actually at home. We're actually a favorite by three, but our just offense is so bad. I just I don't see us being able to go toe to toe with them, even without Bijan Robinson out for the rest of the year. So I think Casey Thompson is going to throw all over us. So I'm fading West Virginia again. Give me Texas plus the three here. He's brave. After what I saw, I saw, dude, the last week. Oh my god. I mean. You got to, like, if if Texas loses out, what is that, a four and eight year? I mean, Steve Sarkeesian goes below 500 again next year. He's, he's gone. Dude, I've, like, heard some reports that this Texas, like, the Texas players aren't really, like, buying into him, and he's trying to implement, like, a saving-like culture. So if him and the president, the chancellor, the AD are all on the same page, um, I think he'll get at least three full years. You think so? Yeah. I think he may not be coaching them in the SEC, but I think he can, like, get them to that point. I mean, it's just – it's crazy. 
I mean, you go through Charlie Strong, Tom Herman, and uh, I mean, they get some of the best recruits. It's just, I don't know. It's, I think buying in has been the hardest part for them over the past few years. I think they'll turn it around soon. I'm not sure how soon, but they've got to. I mean, like you said, their recruits are there. Yeah. It'll, it'll click eventually. They, they better turn around soon before the SEC. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they're like uh, I think they're destined to be like a Kentucky level SEC team for uh, for a couple of years. I don't even think Kentucky. I mean, that's not going to sit well with Texas fans. I can tell you that. I hope there's not too many Texas listeners on here then. Yeah, we are not a Texas pod. Like we <laughs> that we are not a Texas pod. Yeah. All right, Wilson, you're up. All right. Um, I've got Michigan minus 15 at Maryland. Uh, I think uh, I think Mini Tua has been having a pretty good season, but I think he's going to be a little outmatched. Michigan's coming off a scare. Uh, at Penn State game. And a couple games before that, a very tough loss to Michigan State. I think it's about time they get right and uh, win the game they're supposed to win. So, yeah, Michigan minus 15 is mine. Yeah, I, I don't like – I don't hate that. I think Michigan probably will shut them down on defense and be able to score on them. I mean, this is a Maryland team that at the beginning of the year started off hot and then – I think it, it all went downhill when they played Iowa. <laughs> it was like 52 to seven or whatever that game. Yeah. 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 It was, it was a butt whooping. Um, I'm afraid for you in this game because going into this year, I thought Mike Loxley would have like one big game against a bigger rival, um, whether it was like Iowa, Ohio state or like Penn state. I didn't really see Michigan state being in like this kind of spot. Um, and the last bullet he really has to fire is in Michigan. And they're at home, like last home game. Fifteen is a pretty good number. If if you miss like by thirteen or something, I mean, I'd feel bad, but I kind of see it happening. Yeah. So the fifteen that that's kind of you don't see a fifteen point spread too often. Yeah. Um, you know that's kind of a weird. That's usually thirteen point five or something like that. So that that almost makes me a little more confident. You know, if it was a thirteen point five spread or something like that. You know, then that's like, all right, well, it's going to be very, you know, very close to that spread. Um, I don't know. I've, I've just got a good feeling about Michigan here. I think, I think they're gonna they're gonna beat them handily. Uh, three touchdowns, hopefully. Oh, well, I'm rooting for you, Brett. No play there. You, you're a good guest picker here soon, so. You, I mean, I, yeah, I, I I actually like them to cover. I mean, Penn State destroyed them. Was it like 31-7 or something like that? Uh, I think 40, a weeks like ago. 40 something. Yeah. 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 I mean, so I think Michigan, I mean, they kind of proved that they're better than Pitt State. And I think their defense is better too. So I, I kind of like the cover honestly. I can see them beating by three touchdowns. So, all right. Uh, I'm up. So I'm done with my ACC picks, but I'm saying in ACC country, uh, hand down east to the swamp. Pirate Nation, Mike Houston and the boys. I hope Mike Houston actually takes the job at Virginia Tech. I think he would be a great fit there. Was a longtime JMU coach, knows the Commonwealth State, got great recruits out of there. I mean, knows the East Coast. So uh, the selfish plug right there to take us off topic. 
uh, Wit, go get um, go get my guy, Mike Houston. But anyway, uh, you know who's going bowling? Pirates, six and four this year, having a great year. They're going to Annapolis to play the Navy Minshipmen. Navy's two and four on the season. ECU's a four-point favorite. I don't think that's going to be enough points. ECU's offense looks very good. The only thing that scares me, Navy may sit on the ball long enough for them to not have enough possessions to throw up like maybe the 30, like 28 points that they need. But when it comes down to it, I'm going to take a a team that's actually on a three-game win streak, playing very well, putting up in the 30s, the 40s every week versus a team that's running the option. ECU's a little bit more explosive, and um, I think they can cover a touchdown against Navy. So uh, give me the Pirates. All right. All right. Well, uh, I I, uh, I was thinking about taking Navy, man. I, I like the midshipmen here. I think uh, I, I think the party boys of ECU are going to roll up into the strict Navy culture and run into a brick wall. ECU is also coming off a good game, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Did y'all watch that ECU Memphis game? That was pretty wild last week, though. Overtime. Yeah, very good game. Yeah, yeah, they might be. I'm thinking they maybe they're a little hungover after partying all week after that. I don't know. <laughs> Are you locking it? No. Uh, yeah, sure, man. I'll lock it. You got to get some <laughs> going against the grain here. Somebody's got to have some opposite picks. Put me down for put me down for Navy plus four. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to kicking your ass. <laughs> all right, uh, Brett. How many you got? I got two left. Willie, how many you got? I also have two left. Okay, I have a couple more than you. Uh, let me go ahead and give another one. Boy, Marcus, you better hope it's a good week or we're going to be going way below 500. <laughs> hey, look, I got to fire him. I, I got I to get, I gotta get my, my spread back. So um, this, is, this is a game. I saw it at a pick em earlier. It looks like this team is now in plus one. Uh, Baylor Bears going into Manhattan as a underdog, one point underdog to Kansas State. Give me Baylor. I don't really have a lot of explanation here, but I, I've, Dave Aranda, he he's not losing to Kansas State, not this year, not with this team. After a big o- Oklahoma win, I don't really see this as being a hangover spot because uh, I mean it's not like it was a emotional win for Baylor. They beat the hell out of Oklahoma, like, physically up and down the field. Uh, Never a doubt in their mind would they lose. So, um, just keep rolling. Gut check week. After a big win, you got to win the week after. So, uh, give me Baylor plus one against Kansas State. This was also one of my plays. I also like Baylor in the plus one slot. This game is – this game is going to be tricky. I mean, Kansas State's not a terrible – they got a good quarterback in Skyler Thompson. Their defense is fundamentally sound. I mean, this is going to be a tough game, but I think I think Baylor's just better. I mean, like you said, they just took Oklahoma. It was it really wasn't even close, honestly. So I, I, this is a tricky game, I think, but I think Baylor will come out in the end. I mean, and only being a one point underdog, I think, is big here. So yeah, I like Baylor to cover the one here. Cool, Wilson. You got to play here. I do not. Nope. All right. Well, you're up. All right. My next one, I got Notre Dame minus 17 at home versus Georgia Tech. 
so I like I like Notre Dame. I think they're a little bit underrated. Their only loss is to Cincy, and they're proven to be a pretty good team. And Notre Dame takes care of business at home. I think Georgia Tech. I don't know how I feel about Georgia Tech. They're on and they're off, and I'm hoping for an off week. So yeah, Notre Dame minus seventeen. Dude, they're going to skate into the playoffs. I, I know it's going to happen. No, don't say that. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. Well, you know what needs to happen for that to happen is they get a huge home win against Georgia Tech. So, I mean, they're scheduled, they really haven't played anybody, if you really think about it. No. They, they, the, one, the, one, the one top team they played, they lost to at home. Yeah, I mean, they played Wisconsin, but – I think they were ranked at the time, but I don't, I don't, is Wisconsin still ranked? I don't even know. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was they haven't really played anymore. Lately. I mean, they, I don't think they'll skate. You really think there's no way they have to have, well, they have to have Cincinnati. Luke. How would they, what's the route for them to get into the playoffs? So Michigan State would have Cincinnati to be the got ECU a couple weeks, man. Pirates. Yeah. So oh, Michigan State's got to beat Ohio State too. Yeah, and then Oregon has to drop a game. Um, ideally, Cincy would lose a game of some sort. I mean, chaos. So I, I think I, I thought it was Oregon last week. I don't know, man. Something's gonna happen this week. Something's got to give. Like everything's held tight the last two weeks. Well, I mean, something's gonna give. You know. They're good. Oregon goes to Utah or whatever. So yeah, they're, they're actually underdogs in that game. Yeah, three Utah points. Used, yeah, I mean we know Utah usually plays good defense too, so that could be it. All right, um, all right. So Willie on the Irish laying seventeen. Brett, you have one more. Yep, I have two, maybe three. <laughs> Maybe. Jeez. Last second decisions going on. All right. Um, I really like this play. This is straight statistics. This team is eight and two this year against the spread. They're ranked. They're undefeated. Who am I talking about? Anyone except BB. The Roadrunners, Texas, San Antonio. Oh, gosh. They have UAB this week, <laughs> Alabama, Birmingham. This week open is UTSA being a six-point favorite, now down to four and a half. So I'm getting a little bit of value there. Again, straight statistics, they're eight and two. They cover 80% of the time against the spread. Yeah, I need I need something on my side, so uh, I'm rolling with them blindly. Don't know much about their team, but, uh, I mean, they're going to they're gonna win Conference USA most likely. So let, let, let's give it a shot. Hey, good luck. I mean, uh, I've seen them and everything like that, but couldn't tell you much about them. All right, and I'll give uh, one more, uh, as always. Bama first half uh, against Arkansas this week. I think we can still consider ourselves an Arkansas pod, even though the luster's off of that. It's not as shiny anymore. Yeah. I think Bryce Young's going to come out, have a really big first half. Um, but it kind of scares me. I kind of see, like, Arkansas being a little similar to LSU in a way, and that kind of scares me, but – Again, I, Nick Saban's going to have these boys ready. I mean, it was a cupcake last week against who? New Mexico, New Mexico State. Yeah. And um, I, I think Bama's going to look good. They basically had a bye week, and they're they're coming into Arkansas. 
And um, that is also the smoking hot pick of the week for 910 Coastal Barbecue. They hit last week. They So they hit week 11. They hit week 10. They hit week nine. So they're trying to make it four in a row. They are currently seven and five on the season, looking to go eight and five. So um, I, I like my odds there. Got a little bit of backing from the sponsor. So they're, so they're taking the first half as their lock of the week. Yep, that's the pipe and hot pick. Okay. Bama laying 11 first half against the pigs. Yeah, Bama's just been up and down this year. It's been hard to read them. I'm excited for that SEC championship game, though, here in a couple weeks. Yeah, it'll be fun. I think if they beat Arkansas this week, they'll lock it up 100%. Yeah, I mean, they still have the, they still have the Iron Ball or Iron Bowl at the end of the year, but you just Auburn and there's no Bo Nix. He's out for the season. Yeah, I mean, was it Tyler Finley or whatever? Is that his yeah. name? I think he's coming in. So, yeah, they're. Yeah, that game probably will be close, but we'll see. Well, so right. you, you got to play in any of those games? Uh, no, I don't in any of those games. Uh, I do like I do like Bama. I was thinking about taking Bama, but I, I didn't pull the trigger on it. Although although I will say I, I think they might give it to Georgia if they uh, if they make it to the championship. I think that could be a thing, but we'll see. We'll see. That's reading into the future a little too much for this early, but yeah. All right, you're up. My pick? Yep. All right, my uh, my last pick, my lock of the week, I got the U, Miami, uh, at home versus Virginia Tech versus Marcus's team, throwing a, throwing a little shade at him again. Not, you know, unintentionally, of course. I just think this one's too good to pass up, the U minus 7.5. Coming off a tough loss, Virginia Tech's, Coming all the way down to Miami, no head coach. I just think uh, I just think Miami takes care of business. I, I like Van Dyke. I think I think yeah. he's a, a solid QB. Um, he he's really looked pretty good in my opinion. Uh, and you know, last home game, you know, I think they they're just going to come out firing and take care of business. Minus seven point five. What are y'all's thoughts on that? Yeah, Marcus, are the Hokies going to be like? rejuvenated after the firing of their head coach, kind of like TCU after they let go of uh, Gary Patterson and come out and maybe shock, do a little upset, or do you think they're just going to come out flat? Well, I could give you a better read if we didn't play Duke last week. Um, <laughs> I have I have no clue what to expect. Obviously, we look good against Duke covering the spread. Um, I really wasn't sure that we were going to cover the spread against Duke. But, I mean, like, I mean, like I'm not shocked. I think the timing of Fuente getting fired now, is a little shocking. Um, like, I thought it would have come after Syracuse, if anything. They let him coach his last home game. They let him coach senior day. But, again, like, apparently it was a mutual agreement to part ways, quote-unquote. But I think it was more like just – like, they told Justin officially after Boston College. It, that, and they said you can coach out the rest of the season. But he said after senior day, if we're going to do it, like, let's just part ways. So – I guess they get to get a head start on, you know, the coaching search. And, I mean, I, I'm excited to see the next head coach. I mean, it, it can't be can't be worse. And, and that's the thing. I don't think Justin was a bad coach. I think Justin made, like, three or four big decisions that got him fired, i.e. quarterback, offensive coordinator. And what he really did to pigeonhole himself, a lot of his coordinators were, like, his longtime friends. Like, and I'm talking about like guys he coaches for a long time, 
guys he was like in their wedding and he was just very loyal to like a, a fault and he like didn't want to fire anybody like he knew this stuff wasn't working but he never made adjustments poor quarterback situations and who knows maybe he listened to one of his friends that told him to go with Burmeister instead of Hooker or Quincy Patterson or someone like that and you know it cost him yeah I mean it's crazy to think especially after that Crazy game, the first game of the week against Carolina. I mean, everything looks like they oh, were... don't bring that up. I know. I mean, I'm just that saying that. That was so painful. I'm just saying though. Every, I mean, that the atmosphere was wild. That was like top ten Carolina team. I mean, yeah, uh, we we got uh, we got done dirty by getting put in the top ten this year after losing our four best offensive players. They're like, oh, they've got Sam Howell. They're a top ten team. It's like, no. Our defense is bad. We lost our whole offense. I mean, I love our team. I love our team, but sheesh. You guys ten. took out on the feet of Wake. That's, that's all that matters. What's that? Sorry. I said you took out on the feet of Wake. That's all that matters. We did. That's right. And we're going to take down a good North Carolina State team next week as well, I think. But yeah. I don't know. I wish y'all would have had me on that week. Ben Marcus might do a little more arguing. <laughs> Are you going to the tailgate? Yeah, man, I am. I'll see you there. Tight. Yeah, no, that's gonna maybe. Be maybe that's why Marcus didn't have you on next week. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is because he. Yeah, it would already be enough for uh, for the loss, and then me picking against them as well. You know, it'd be too much for Marcus to handle. What do you think the spread will be on that? Pick them. <laughs> you think so? it yeah, might be? Lost. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I think if it was in Carolina, we might get be like two and a half point favorites, but I think it's pick them at state. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. What do you think, Marcus? You you take them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it won't be more than like three points. It, it, if anything, the line may shift to like Chapel Hill being a pretty big favorite because of Sam Howell. Um, maybe like four points, but it's under a touchdown all day. That's gonna be a great game. Yeah, yeah I think so too. And, and honestly, like, I, I'm kind of a little nervous for it. You know, State's defense, we. We haven't played too many great defenses this year. And I think State's defense is, is pretty solid. So, um, UNC's been hot, uh, you know, relatively hot at least. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's shaping up to be a really good game. Yeah. Like, one thing State does well, like, Chapel Hill does well against teams that, you know, like, don't tackle that well. Like, if you looked at Wake Forest, like, I mean, they couldn't tackle their damn grandmother if they wanted to. State, when they get their hands on you, they usually bring you down, um, like – with all the injuries, like, on State's defense, too, like, they they look pretty good. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure we'll have a side bet, like, 20 bucks or maybe a little bit more. Like, I'll bet you straight up, even if State is, like, yeah. a favorite. Yeah. I don't care. We'll definitely have a side bet going on. I had a couple of, a couple of State players in, in my classes this year that I was teaching at State. So, I, I got respect for the fellas. They're cool yeah. guys. Yeah, no, it'll be a fun game, nevertheless. Brett, you should try to make it to that tailgate on Black Friday. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I also, if it's freezing, I'm not, there's no way I'm showing up because I hate being in the cold. Yeah, it's going to be cold this weekend. So, uh, I know. Especially, like, today was, like, 75 degrees here. It was nice here today. It was, like, 75 and beautiful. But it's supposed to get, like, low 30s as, like, lows this weekend. So, I'm like, nah. And, and that's a night game. So, oof. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. Tailgate won't be at night. Tailgate starts bright and early. Yeah, tailgate will start at noon. 
You won't even notice the cold by the time night rolls around. <laughs> you'll you'll have your, your beer blanket on. Wilson will have his brown water blanket. By the way, I was trying to when, when you mentioned Duke a minute ago, I was trying to throw you an update. It's 28 to 6, Louisville over Duke. Five minutes left in the second. Louisville's got the ball on the 50. So we're still looking good there, Marcus. Have they parted ways with Cutcliffe yet? What's that? Yeah, I mean, they'll part ways with Cutcliffe at the end of the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. They don't have the great Daniel Jones propping him up anymore. Yeah. All right, uh, Willie, how many you got left? That was all of them for me. I got my pick of the week, the U in, and yeah, I think I had seven, right? Do you have seven down for me? Yeah, seven for you. Yep, that's it. I've got uh, the live Navy game just to get a little get a little grit going on. All right, all right, Brett, go ahead, give your last play, then I'll give my last one. All right, uh, Wisconsin, Nebraska going to the Big Ten. Wisconsin's actually been playing pretty good ball right now lately. I mean, their defense is probably one of the best defenses in the country. It's been their offense, but the offense has been playing well lately. They're playing Nebraska, Nebraska team that just cannot close out. So I actually like Wisconsin in the spot here. I like them to cover the nine. I just don't think Nebraska's going to be able to score on them. So just the way this defense is playing in Nebraska, poor Nebraska, I mean, they've been close a lot this year, but they just have not been able to pull it out. So I don't think they'll do the same here. So I like Wisconsin to cover the nine. I disagree with you. I, I I see spot game. I think Nebraska money line. I I don't know. I mean Nebraska. You just don't know what Adrian Martinez is going to do. This Nebraska team, although they're not winning, they play really hard. Like a lot of their games are one score. Well, Ohio State beat them by nine, but it was six. No, five points against Purdue. Three points against Minnesota. Three points against Michigan. Like, they beat Northwestern three points against Michigan State in overtime, like, in East Lansing. Like, they played Oklahoma, and that was a touchdown game. Like, they play hard. They, I mean, they, they've they been close in a lot of their games, but I also think this is the best defense they're going to play all year. It, it very well could be. Um, they have Iowa next week. And, I mean, I know we look at Iowa a little bit different from earlier in the season, but – Dude, I'm telling you, like, Nebraska, they're close. And I think that's why Scott Frost didn't get fired and they're yeah, giving them another yeah. year because they're, like, right on the cusp. And wouldn't it suck to get this team this close, fire him? And, like, I think he did deserve one more year based on the results this year. Maybe not the Ws, but you see it. Like, they're going to beat Wisconsin or Iowa in – I think it may be this week. I guess we'll see. I mean, I think we'll be interested giving him one more year because he's not going to – I mean, I guess probably Adrian Martinez could come back, but I doubt he does. So, he'll be bringing in a new quarterback. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think he wants to move on from him. Uh, Wilson, do you have any thought on that game? No, I don't really have much to read on that game, to be honest. Uh, but uh, I think it'll be a good one. All right. So, uh, I'm probably betting Nebraska money line. I wonder what I can get it at. Um, I'll go ahead and get my last play while I pull that up real quick. Excuse me. Going to the Pac-12, um, fading a team that I can't stand similar to Texas. Uh, you already know who it is in that conference. USC Trojans, they're four, on, they're four and five on the season. 
the Bruins of UCLA, Chip Kelly and the boys are going in there. So UCLA six and four on the season. Uh, they're a three point favorite. I, I haven't seen anything impressive from USC this year to not make them like not even a touchdown dog here. I don't really think they're playing for anything. There's no pride there in the Los Angeles. I think Chip Kelly needs this win, um, especially for the rival's sake and, I mean, recruiting purposes too. Because Chip, he, he's had his flashes this year. Like we thought when he beat LSU early on in the season, it was a little bit better win than we thought and lost to Fresno State. But, I mean, like close game against Oregon, blown out by Utah, good showing against Colorado. I think they'll keep it rolling like USC. I don't see anything to make the, to make me believe that they'll win the game, and I, I'll take three points. Yeah, I mean, and uh, USC's got a freshman playing in that game too. So, quarterback? Yeah, I don't think Slovis. I think Slovis might be hurt. I think, oh damn! I feel even better about it now. I think his name is Jackson Dart, I believe. Yeah, Dart. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So. I don't know if Slo- – I think Slovis was hurt last week, so I'm assuming that's why Dart is playing. But you know, Dart, I think he was the top quarterback coming out of high school, which is usually what USC gets. But, yeah, I agree. I think it's a big game for Chip Kelly. I think you got to win this one. Let me see. Yeah, you definitely got to win this one. <laughs> There's so many coaching vacancies, to- vacancies too. I'm so interested to, like – like, who's going to go to Virginia Tech? Who's going to go to USC? Who's going to go to LSU? I mean, it's going to be interesting. Also, for our listeners, uh, Nebraska right now, plus 275. So, bet 10 bucks, win 27. Bet 100, win 275. It might be worth it. I think the Badgers are in trouble. Oh, you want to – I had a uh, I had a wild money line last week. I took Carolina – on a money line when they were down 23 to to seven or eight, I think it was, plus 800. And they took it to overtime and then lost in overtime because we got, because a monsoon came down and we got the ball. Dude, it was boring. It was, oh, I watched it. I watched the end of that game. And I was I like, I mean, I, I don't even get how you throw a, fo- I mean, Honestly, I don't get how people I, – I don't have big enough hands to even throw a football, but to throw a football when it's pouring – like, it, I mean, like you said, it was like a freaking hurricane came through there. It was pouring. Yeah, and it was like right when UNC yeah. got the ball. Yeah. That was, that was so crazy about it. Yeah, that was a good game, though. But yeah, yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt. So, coming back with a vengeance on these bets. All right, so Wilson's aiming to go 7-0, be the best guest picker this year. He only has to beat a three and two record. Uh, I was gonna say you you don't have like it's the guest pickers this year have not not done well. I mean, basically, to fail. Well, hopefully, all right. Louisville new update thirty five six. So it looks like we're starting one and zero. You know, knock on wood so far, but not even halftime yet in that one. Duke is so bad. <laughs> Duke is a terrible school. They might not even play the starters there in the third quarter. Oh, they might. Yeah, that'd, that'd be our biggest risk, Marcus, if they pull the starters about halftime. Uh, probably should have said, I mean, the backups can probably score against Duke's first line. Probably should have said yeah. True. And I think I think as of last time I was on the pod, that uh, the bowl bowl game picks, I went five and seven. So I need to go. Uh, I need to go four and two here at least to make up some ground. So that that's my goal here is 
four and two or better. Get back to even. Heard that. All right. Uh, before we recap, is there any games that you guys want to discuss or glance at uh, that we haven't discussed yet? Like I have one, like Pittsburgh, Virginia, big game in the ACC. Yeah, I think I think that is a big game, and uh, I'm sure Pitt takes it. But um, you know, Pickett's looked really good all year. Um, but yeah, I mean, Virginia kind of underwhelmed last week. I don't remember who they played, but they got was it was it Notre Dame that they played? Yeah, they played yeah. Notre Dame. And oh, Ar- yeah, Armstrong didn't start; he was still hurt. Uh, is he back this week? Unofficial, but I believe he'll play. Okay. Well, if he plays, that might be more interesting then. I mean, what about what about Florida, Missouri? I mean, this is a Florida team that just let up fifty-two against Sanford last week and had to go. Back, I mean, that game was 42 all at half. Mm-hmm. 42 all against Samford. And they're they're playing a Missouri <laughs> team that's defense sucks too, but their offense can be explosive at times. So I mean, I wonder what the over-under on that is. Mizzou plus eight and a half may not be a bad bet. It, what's the over-under? 69. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I, I could see that going over. Throw it on there, Brett. Go ahead. Add it to the list. Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. Give me the over 69. Get a live one going on. All right. I mean, both defenses suck. And we know both offenses can go back and forth. So, I mean, I I honestly – I don't think Dan Mullen's going to be there at the end of the year. I don't. I think he's gone. Especially if you lose to Missouri and your rival Florida State next weekend. I I think he's gone. I, I really don't think he cares anymore, to be honest. But that's that's one of the how's their offense, Missouri's offense. Are they any good? Spotty. Yeah, I mean they're decent, but we've seen what Florida's defense can do. Yeah, Florida's defense is abysmal, but yeah. And then I mean Oregon. Utah. Yeah, Oregon, Oregon, Utah is gonna be interesting, I think, as well. I mean that, that's a big game for Oregon. I can I can I think that could be your game that Marcus has been talking about for the last couple of weeks where he, he just feels like something's going to happen. I think SMU-Cincinnati could be interesting, too. Cincinnati really hasn't been playing well the last couple of weeks. I was looking at that. I was, I was thinking about SMU. I think, uh, yeah. I think they're better – you know, they're closer to Cincinnati than the, the rankings and everything show. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that will be a, a hell of a game, though. Me, too. I mean, Cincinnati I really – Sorry, go ahead. Cincinnati has been blowing teams out either, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they win, it's a touchdown, probably. Yeah. You may want to take that then. It's 11 and a half. Yeah, well, I already took one live slinger on the pod with Navy. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it at that. that this is what Mark likes. Marcus likes to pressure people to pick games. Yeah. And then they know you that. What happened with Parker last week when you did that? Then y'all both lose? Yeah. Hey, Morgan, I'll take, I'll take SMU if you take SMU, man, <laughs> right? Isn't that, isn't that how it went? I am 0-2 this season when throwing live picks on the show. I took Florida first half against Vanderbilt with Trevor. Missed. Like, I, I'm not doing it anymore. I learned my lesson. All right. Well, I'm not taking them either, then. Which means they're almost definitely going to win for any listeners. Yeah, yeah take it. Recover. All right. No, excellent show, Willie. Thanks for joining us. Let's go ahead and recap uh, so we can get Brett 
do his uh, NyQuil or Mucinex, whatever he needs to take in so he can go to bed since brown water is not his remedy. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and hit our sponsor first. Again, 910 Coastal BBQ, stay smoking. If you love good food, dank food, free recipes, go ahead, give them a follow on Instagram, shoot them a message, tell them what you're trying to do. Maybe you're trying to watch your weight. They can give you healthy recipes. If you want to pig out something greasy with the boys, they can give you their most unhealthy recipe. So pick your poison. Go ahead, contact them. The pipe and hot pick of the week, Bama first half, land 11 against the pigs of Arkansas. 3-0 and the last three weeks, so you may want to go ahead and hop on it while it's still hot. Let's go to our guest picker, Wilson Collins. Of course, we are on the Thursday night game. Louisville land 19 and a half. UNLV plus 10 and a half. Wake Clemson over 56. Michigan laying 15, Navy plus four against the Pirates of East Carolina, Notre Dame laying 17, and then Miami minus seven and a hook. Brett, leader in the clubhouse last week at four and two, 34 and 30 on the season. Kansas plus 21 against TCU, Ohio State laying 19 against Sparty. Texas plus three, still fading his beloved Mountaineers even after Texas couldn't do what Duke did, beat Kansas. He is also on Baylor plus one, Wisconsin laying nine against the Huskers and the late addition, Florida, Missouri over 69. Then we come to myself, Marcus, one, five and one last week, 40, 40 and two on the season, killing myself the last couple of weeks. But I feel very good about this card. Got to start it off with the win. It's looking like Louisville laying 19 and a half, agreeing with Wilson there. And then going from top to bottom, uh, Rocky Top laying 27 and a hook. BC laying a point and a hook, ECU minus four, Baylor plus one, Roadrunners laying five, Clemson, they're going to beat the hell out of Wake. Maybe not, but they'll win the game. They'll cover four and a half, go Tigers. UCLA laying three against the Trojans, and I'm also on the pipe and hot pick of the week. Bama first half, cash in 11 points against the Pigs. Well, thanks for having me on, fellas. That was a blast. Well, I, hope, uh, I hope I can redeem your guest pickers for this year. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be hard to beat, honestly. Yeah, I got seven, so I guess I need the uh, – need, what? Go five. Yeah, would do it. Yeah. Malik, right. this is how bad Duke's defense is. Malik Cunningham has eight carries, who is the quarterback, by the way. Eight carries, 178 <laughs> yards, and two touchdowns. Oh my God! <laughs> he had a he had a forty four yard run and a seventy two yard run for a touchdown. That's Duke is so bad; it's comical. It's like a high school team. That is bad. I love it. I love it. Well, Wilson, I hope you only lose one game this week. Uh, I hope that Navy doesn't cover. Other than that, I'm rooting for you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me on again. No, likewise. Uh, Brett, you feel better. We'll have a group text going per usual. Also, if you, if you don't know, there is a half the distance to the gold chat room. Uh, if you want to be added, just contact us. We can get you in there. <laughs> Wilson, we'll add you to the chat room. Yeah, add me to the chat room. I was about to say, how, how would I go about getting added to the chat room? I got you. All right. Sounds good. All right, bye, guys. We'll chop it up this weekend.